How should negotiators respond to threats? So, a negotiation is a business discussion that occurs between two adults, correct? Well, in a lot of cases, this is a correct statement. However, there are times when things can become heated during a negotiation. When one side feels as though they're not getting their way, they start to look for ways that they can convince you to change your mind. One tool that they have available to them, besides using different negotiation styles and negotiating techniques, is to threaten you. If they decide to do this, how should you react? How to react to a threat during a negotiation. When the other side hits you with a threat, you need to decide how you want to respond. One option that you have is to strike back at them using a counter threat. However, the smart people who study how we negotiate tell us that this is generally not a good idea. The reason that using a counter threat is a poor idea is because they raise the emotional temperature of a negotiation. Doing this will get you even further off track. Instead, what you want to do immediately after hearing a threat is to call for a break. Rescheduling talks for another day will give both sides time to cool down and consider their options. This will give you time to consider three negotiation questions that deal with threats. Question number one, are they likely to follow through with their threat? When a threat is issued, you have a decision to make. In the heat of the moment, negotiators sometimes issue threats that they later regret. If it's clear that someone has no intention of following through with the threat, and if they seem contrite or embarrassed about it, you might choose to help them save face by ignoring the threat entirely. Something else that you should be aware of is public threats. When the other side threatens you publicly, the threat might not be intended for you at all. Rather, they may be trying to save face with others inside or outside of the organization. Question 2. Sometimes a threat should not be ignored. Not all threats are just idle words. Sometimes the other side may really mean what they're telling you. If you think a disgruntled supplier intends to follow through on his threat to smear your company's reputation, you need to take steps to defuse the situation. As a negotiator, you need to understand that even if a threat appears to be a bluff, the other side may be communicating a very real need to be heard and understood. This is where active listening skills will help you get to the heart of the matter. 
The first thing that you will want to do is to paraphrase back to your counterpart what they said to you as accurately as possible. Paraphrasing tells the other party how their message came across and gives them a chance to clarify or amend it in case you're interpreting it incorrectly. In addition, when you're faced with a difficult counterpart, naming the game in this manner, signaling that you're aware that you were just threatened, sometimes is sufficient to diffuse the threat. The next thing that you're going to want to do is to probe the other party's point of view by asking open-ended questions. Because inquiry challenges the other party to reveal the reasoning behind the threat, it could uncover misunderstandings and allow you to work together to change the game, steering talks in a more collaborative direction. The third and most potentially difficult step in active listening is to acknowledge the emotions behind the other side's message, what they're not saying. Simply talking about the emotions that fuel threats can ease tensions and get you back on common ground. Question number three. Ask, what did I do to trigger the threat? When somebody threatens you during a negotiation, they're clearly upset with you. Using active listening may lead you to recognize that legitimate complaints and concerns underlie the other side's threat. When you voice these concerns, you show the other side that you care about and understand their perspective, while also making your own position stronger. Of course, when you've wronged someone, it's not enough to promise to address the situation. You'll have to follow through in a timely manner. A final note. All of this advice assumes that the threat issuer is a reasonable but frustrated person who wants to cooperate with you. If threats seem to be a standard tactic in a particular negotiator's playbook, thoroughly investigate your alternatives to dealing with them. What all of this means for you. When you're preparing for a principal negotiation, you spend your time researching what will be negotiated, who will be doing the negotiating, and anything else that you believe is relevant. However, if during the course of the negotiations, the other side becomes so frustrated with how things are going that they resort to threatening you, you'll need to react. Before you react, you'll want to consider how you'd like to answer three key questions. The first question that you'll have to ask yourself when somebody threatens you during a negotiation is just how likely are they to follow through with their threat? They may have just gotten carried away, or they may just be making the threat as a public display. Sometimes when somebody threatens us, we should not ignore their threat. You need to use your active listening skills to let them know that you heard them and find ways to diffuse the situation. You also have to ask yourself, what did you do to trigger the situation? You may be the reason for the threat, and if so, you'll need to promise to address the situation. Threats are generally not a part of a standard negotiation. 
However, if the discussions become tense, and if the other side feels as though they have no other options, it is possible that they may feel a need to threaten you. Should this happen, you need to know how to respond to the threat. Negotiators need to understand that threats can be part of a negotiation. However, we need to learn how to diffuse them so that we can keep working towards a deal that both sides can live with.